0: If you are a longevity and cellular aging geek like me, then you're going to love this episode with Dr. Sandy Kaufman from the US. Dr. Sandy is a cell biologist, physician, and pediatric anesthesiologist. She also happened to be the author of the best selling book, The Kaufman Protocol Why We Age and How to Stop It. While Dr. Sandy and I could have spoken at length on the subject of healthy longevity, we cut straight to the chase and covered what is happening to the body as it ages and how to slow the process down for a long and healthy future. I'm all about that. I did mention that this episode is for geeks, right? So, welcome into the podcast Sexy Aging Today. I am super excited about this interview with Dr. Sandra Kaufman because we both have this obsession around what's actually happening at the cellular level when it comes to longevity. So I'm gonna do a quick intro of Dr. Sandra and then I'm gonna hand it over to her so she can tell us, correct all my mistakes basically. Um, So you're going to educate on why we age and how we can live longer, healthier lives, which the reason I'm excited about that is a bit of a backstory. Um, When I was 45 I woke up one day and I thought I'm going to have the best 50th birthday party ever and that started my five year journey into finding out how the best way to age is and then of course I stumbled into menopause and oh, that's a whole other story but the longevity conversation at the scientific level like how we can help our bodies age well became and still is an obsession for me so I'm so excited that you're here Um, You're a member of the Scientific Advisory Board. You're a certified expert with the American Council in the Science of Aging. So, Dr. Sandra, welcome to the show. What can you tell us about how you became an obsessive around longevity?
1: (laughs) So, you'll laugh. My story is a bit like yours. Although, when I hit 45, I was dangling off of a cliff because I'm a rock climber. And it dawned on me that unless I do something to get rid of this pesky aging problem, uh, my days of hanging well off of cliffs was probably not going to be very uh, long lived. And I lived in fear of number one, falling off and crashing, and two, not being able to do the things that I really wanted to do in my life. And I really wasn't very excited about the idea of giving things up that are just so much fun. So I went on this ridiculous quest. The good news is I had the background to be able to do it. So I started out once upon a time. I was a cell biologist. Um, As my dad pointed out, uh, cells don't have insurance policies and they don't pay bills. So I became a physician. I am right now, I'm a pediatric anesthesiologist, uh, which is a pretty busy job. I'm the chief of a department and I run the South Florida Division of Anesthesia, blah, 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 blah. But the true hobby and why I am here and how this all sort of ties together is the fact that I realized or came to the conclusion that you age because your cells age um, in seven very distinct categories. And then in order to figure out how to undo those categories, uh, we use different molecular agents. And this is where my anesthesia job pays off. We look at kinetics, pharmacodynamics, how drugs affect the body, how the body affects drugs. And so by combining all of these things, I created a system whereby not aging um, becomes a mathematical algorithm. So I can help anyone um, have a better, healthier life.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So you actually came up with something called the seven tenets of aging. I think it's probably a good time to dive into that
1: now. Are you happy to share? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, and, and you know, I, I guess this is where we also warn your audience. Some of this can be kind of boring. So I'm gonna to try to make it interesting. Um, not for me. <laughs> not I, well, for me. You never know. Some people start dozing off at this point, but I will, I will try to make this interesting. Uh, so tenet one is DNA alterations. As you age, obviously our DNA doesn't do so well. Uh, telomeres get shorter and DNA gets what I call decorated. So it gets methylated. Epigenetic modifications, of course, methylation, acetylation, you know all of the sort of extra molecules that clump onto your DNA cause it to change over time. And that's obviously a problem, but the good news is we have some tools to fix it. And then lastly, in the DNA category, I talk about DNA protection because DNA gets attacked by a variety of substances and insults over the course of your life, and you need to protect your DNA. So that is category or tenant one, DNA. Category two, tenant two, is mitochondrial problems. Mitochondria, of course, the powerhouse of the cell, and it fails for very specific reasons. Um, Big one over the age of 40 is nicotinamide deficiency. Uh, And then, of course, we talk about free radicals. We use oxygen um, because we have to. Unfortunately, oxygen causes problems. One to 10% of it becomes free radicals over time. I like to think of them as tiny little bombs that blow up pieces of your cell. We have uh, endogenous free radical scavengers, but of course they fail over time. So we need to work on controlling our free radicals. Um, There are of course other reasons that mitochondria fail over time. You can talk about coenzyme Q, you can talk about a variety of subunits, but those are the big reasons. Um, Let's see, tenant three is what I call pathways. And this is the sirtuin pathways. Uh, the AMP kinase pathway, and the mTOR pathway, and these are things that start at the gene level, uh, which then uh, work into proteins, which control various ways that we age. Um, Sirtuins, we want to be turned on. Uh, AMP kinase, we want to be turned on. mTOR, we probably want to turn off, Um, and we have substances that can control these things, so that's kind of really cool. Um, Just briefly, people are really obsessed right now with these caloric restriction diets and that actually functions because it activates the AMP kinase pathway. Puts your body in a state of hibernation um, and then it increases longevity. So that's how that works. Um, Let's see, category four, tenant four is what I call quality control. And it has to do with DNA and uh, protein repair mechanisms. So people go, oh my God, why is that important? Um, Every cell every day has 10 to the fifth errors. It can be little errors, it can be big errors, but all of these errors have to get fixed or they can result in cell death, apoptosis and or cancer. So you have to fix your DNA. Uh, you have to fix your proteins. And then the other thing in this category is what is autophagy, which is cellular recycling. And that of course uh, helps longevity as well. Let's see, where are we? Tenant five, this is your security system, right? This is your inflammatory system, essentially. I call it your security because Kind of the same thing. When you're younger, it protects you. As you get older, it turns on you because you become systemically inflamed. Um, you get increased lymphomas and leukemias in the, the cells that are supposed to protect you. Uh, you get inc- or decreased uh, ability to make uh, antibodies to vaccines, which is what we're seeing now all over the globe. Um, but really, the inflammation is the huge problem in this category. Let's see. Uh, Tenant six, I call individual cell requirements. And this talks about senescent cells versus stem cells versus what a red cell needs versus what a liver cell or a bone cell needs. So these are just very particular requirements. Um, And then category seven, um, I always laugh, you have to take the trash out, right? So this is waste management. So this is basically glycation issues. Everyone knows that glucose isn't so great for you. And interestingly, fructose is even worse. All these people that like obsess about fruit, fruit is way worse than glucose.
0: if you have listened to a few episodes of sexy aging and you're enjoying the conversations then consider rating leaving a review subscribing so you don't miss out on new episodes and sharing with your friends so they can get all the info to stay sexy too let's get back to this episode now
1: So, AGEs are advanced glycation end products, and they wreak havoc all over your body. They stick to everything, they stick to collagen, so that they destroy all of your organ systems that are collagen based. And they're extremely inflammatory, which then adds to category five. So, that's kind of a problem. Uh, and then, lastly, in this category, is the accumulation of lipofusion. So, autophagy leads to the accumulation of lipofusion, especially in cells that do not turn over. So, that becomes incredibly important in your brain. Um, most people over the age of 90 have huge accumulations of blood perfusion in their, in their brain cells. And it sort of allows you to not think very well. So that in a very abbreviated nutshell is, uh, the, the reasons that your age.
0: Yeah. I just learned like 30 things. <laughs> um, I, I personally understand a lot of what you're saying, but I want to keep it really, um, actionable for the audience. Sure. So out of the seven tenets. How can we make some of those things practical to our lives daily?
1: <laughs> okay, so I mm-hmm. asked the very same question, right? And this is why everyone news. So uh, the book that I, that I wrote, it literally is called Why We Age and How to Stop It. So the first yes. half is Why We Age, right? <laughs> yes. So The first half literally goes into all of those seven reasons in horribly painful detail. Some people love the detail. Some people like can't stand the detail. There are really a lot of bad jokes to keep people sort of moving along. But I thought it was incredibly important that if people really wanted to know, the information was there. Uh, Most people just gloss over it. But the key to the second part is that there are absolutely oral agents that can reverse, if not at least decelerate, all of these processes. Okay. Um, And, and? I got obsessed with trying to figure out how well different things did in different categories. Okay. Right? Yeah. It is not, it is not a one-to-one relationship. Like it's not like agent A fixes problem A. It doesn't work like that. Agent A may do a little, in tenant one or tenant three or tenant five, hard to say, but they're very variable. So what I did is for every molecular agent, I rated it in each of the seven tenants. Okay. okay? Awesome. Yeah. I did it, and I'm like, well, it's the caffeine rating system, because why not, right? Um, So if Agent A did nothing for your DNA, Zippo 0, it got a 0. Okay. Um, If it proved that it could do something in a culture, or a test tube, or in theory, it got a 1, right? If it was proven to do something in rodents, because most of these things are in rat and mouse studies, or quail, huge fish, um, it gets a 2. Okay. And if there's evidence that it works in people in that category, it would get a three, All right. So every agent that I rated has a seven digit number because there's seven tenants and it's yeah. sort of like 0.1.3.2, right? So yeah. no one really needs to know all of these numbers, but the idea is when you're figuring out what is important for you to take as an individual, it became it becomes a numbers game, Yeah. right? Yeah. You so take your, it, your it, mathematical
0: formula for anti-aging.
1: That's exactly right. And you take okay. agents that when you line them up, you go, Oh, look, I've got good numbers in all of my categories. E voilà, you just figured it out. So it's very simple. Right?
0: Okay. So can you give us a simple mathematical equation <laughs> <laughs> right now, like an example. Sure. Um so I think if I can sort of from a personal perspective, one of the things that I tripped over really quickly was the inflammation issue. Yeah. How much inflammation was affecting so many parts of my life? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I had stomach upsets, I started to get joint pain um, and brain fog, and um, yeah, just a couple of other skin issues. And I knew it was inflammation because it made sense to me. And so I dialed back on a couple of things in the dietary aspect, and I managed to within quite a short time three months go okay Mm -hmm. I don't have that that and that anymore but I still have a bit of this so that's my so that's my personal example and I think a lot of people are similar Mm -hmm. um what other things like if if I'm like the normal lay person that maybe has a bit more information on how to fix a problem um what can you give the listeners say, for example, they might not have this fitness background that I have, but we do want to get something out of this conversation. Like what can we do Sandra?
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, for you. No. So what's which, which really funny is I, as I completely think that I am making the most sense that I could possibly make. And we always get to the same point with everybody. They go, uh, I kind of understand what you're saying now. What do I do? Right? So this is, yes. this is where we are. What do I do? So yeah. for anyone over the age of 40, I created the top five.
0: Yay! Okay, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Super.
1: <laughs> easy. The top five. Right. Um. And 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 the selection was based on getting the most bang for your buck, assuming that you didn't have any medical problems. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Conveniently, I called it the panacea because the letters kind of spell out panacea, and then it gets a little not so quite true at the end. But you'll understand what I'm talking about. So the first one, P, right, panacea, is pterostilbene. It is a relative of resveratrol. And they do amazing things in all of the categories, but the biggest thing that we're looking for here is Sirtuin activation, okay? Okay. So the difference between the two, resveratrol comes from red wine, comes from grapes. Yeah. Um, Pterostilbene comes from blueberries. Okay, cool. They're very related.
0: Resveratrol
1: has more studies but it's less bioavailable so if you take a pill or you drink the wine less of it actually gets into your system that's what that means versus versus the pterostilbene in blueberries it lasts in your body longer so if you're going to take regular of each pterostilbene is the one to go unless love it love it okay so number one blueberries. (laughs) right right, no problem to get enough blueberries however is you have to eat like three gallons a day (laughs) <laughs> then you would turn purple and you'd be really angry at me because I'm sure you would not be thrilled with three gallons of blueberries a day. So basically one capsule of Patera still being a day does the trick. All right. The only caveat here is that pe- there was one study that showed if you've increased lipids or lipid problems, mm-hmm. then resveratrol is better for you. So okay. I know one or the other, but you have to have one of them. Okay. All right. Got it. Yeah. All right, so oh, Panacea, P-A. A stands for astaxanthin. Astaxanthin is one of my most absolute favorite molecules in the entire planet. Um, someone asked me once, like, if you could be a molecule, who would you be, or what would you be? <laughs> like, strange question, right? But I, like, I would be astaxanthin, it's so cool. <laughs> Um, it sounds cool. <laughs> right? It looks like, if you look at the molecule, it looks like a bracelet. It's so cool. It's this long chain, big circle at the end, big circle, like, you know, you, you could make a bracelet out of it. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, so it's yeah. decorative, um, but it's all natural. It comes from angry algae. So if you look at the pond scum, right? If you piss off the algae in pond scum, it makes this amazing orange glowy pink goo. And yeah, that's yeah. astaxanthin because that's how it's dealing with physiologic stress. And if we eat that, we can deal better with physiologic stress. So as it turns out, astaxanthin, number one, it's all natural. It basically is the pink red color in all marine life. So it's in krill, it's in roseate spoonbills, it's in quail eyes, everything red, salmon, for example. Um, But for us, it's the most amazing free radical scavenger. Uh, It increases your ability to make your own endogenous free radical scavengers and it's an anti-inflammatory
0: sounds amazing so how would we get that in everyday life like what's the source
1: so you can either go eat pond scum <laughs> <and> <laughs> i knew you were go gonna go. say that <laughs> no because um, i was
0: thinking uh when can i find pond scum around here
1: <laughs> good luck good luck <laughs> no it comes at, so different countries obviously make it um it's you have to grow the algae best algae mm-hmm. comes from either japan iceland or hawaii Um, comes in just, uh, you know, comes in a pill and Mm. slides down. And what's really interesting. And and I say this all the time. So one of my children that you saw ahead of time is a redhead with very fair skin. We live in Miami and she plays tennis outside all the time. And she is my quality control system for rating astaxanthin. Okay. She takes a good brand. She does not burn. And when she takes a terrible brand, she does. Okay. So to Japanese, Icelandic, or Hawaiian uh, astaxanthin, you are good to go.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing! Okay, so I'm really taking note of that because obviously, as I'm progressing through this amazing third stage of my life, I want to be more mindful of my skin. Yeah, right. I mean, there's lots of other ways to make myself look younger, but that I'm I'm kind of like if I can do it from the inside out, that's my priority. Yeah. Um, I'll consider other options.
1: <laughs> right. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's, and I love, we could go off on skin till the cows come home. Skin is so cool because <laughs> it gets yeah. attacked from the outside and the inside, right? So it yeah. really takes a beating, but then you yeah. get to treat it from the outside and the inside. Yeah. So you get like, it's so cool. I mean, I, I, yeah. you know, I'm just obsessed with skin, but anyway, that's neither here nor there at the moment. Uh, back yeah. to panacea. So PAN, the next one is nicotinamide everyone over the age of 40 is nicotinamide deficient. Um, You can levels if you want, doesn't really matter because everyone is nicotinamide deficient. And the reason that this is important is nicotinamide does four extremely important things in your cell. Okay, this is where it gets, all right. Number one, you need it for your electron transport chain in your mitochondria to make energy. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, this is one of the big reasons that when you hit 40, 45, your energy levels start to fall. Your nicotine. Yeah. You find it right.
0: harder to recover. You can't jump as high. You can't move as fast. Like, I noticed all those things. Yeah. And I just, but from a, you know, uh, mature perspective, I kind of went, okay, that's okay.
1: <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that's all right. Not. Right. Right. But, but, but it's okay. not. So, right. So, nicotinamide is energy. Nicotinamide yeah. is a necessary cofactor for the sirtuins. So, like in cat, so the first one you took the pterostilbene or the resveratrol, that's not going to work if you're nicotinamide deficient. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. The other thing yeah. nicotinamide does is when you go to repair your DNA, if you got the- so these little enzymes come along and they literally like remove chunks of bad DNA. Right. Right. But body's smart. looks around and goes, well, how am I going to fill in the holes? So it takes the nicotinamide molecule apart and patches it. Oh, wow. So if okay. you are short of nicotinamide, your body has to go, well, what am I going to do? Energy, DNA damage, like sirtuins and all of the systems fall apart.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right. So, so, nicotin- so we're basically falling apart
1: <laughs> without yeah. it. But the good news yeah. is we know why. So now we can fix it. Right. Yeah. So, if, so, Everyone over, you know, 40, 45's gotta be on some sort of nicotinamide uh, supplementation. And there's a bunch of oral options. There's IVs, there's patches, there's nasal sprays. Everyone is in like the quest for the best nicotinamide replacement therapy. And at the moment there isn't a best, there just is, like you just need to do it.
0: Well, actually this is the first time I've ever heard of it. So I'm now thinking where the heck would I find that?
1: I can guarantee you as soon as you write nad um into zoom or or into google like a billion things are going to pop up so okay awesome (laughs) so but but as as a brief overview i will i will tell you so people figured this out probably a decade or so ago um the first company to put it out was chromadex and they created a product called nicotinamide riboside okay Patented it, trademarked it, whatever one does. So everyone had to take nicotinamide riboside. Um, A few years ago, someone else came up with something called nicotinamide mononucleotide, which was just a little bit different, but still did the same thing in the body. So there is a raging war between these two agents, like who's taking what, right? But they're they're both patented, they're both trademarked. So other people are like, well, there's gotta be better ways to get this into your body that's not competing that so there are that so there's that's why there's iv infusions right Um, in the us you can walk into these clinics and so you know for a thousand bucks you can get an iv infusion which i don't really think is necessary but you know some people think it's cool to get ivs Um, and then other people are like no 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 i want a patch or this or that but the war is on it's because everyone knows that it's absolutely pertinent
0: yeah well this is amazing i mean anyone who's been following the podcast episodes know that I'm still stuck back at the HRT patch.
1: (laughs) Wait, wait. So, so very interesting. Well, I actually, not to interrupt the whole panacea conversation, but, but I noticed that a lot of your podcasts are in fact about dealing with menopause, right? Yeah. It
0: kind of went down the rabbit hole.
1: (laughs) So yeah. So I decided in, this is like, again, my, my family my friends are like i'm the dumbest woman in the world i decided that i wasn't going to go through menopause right okay well wow. so, so so here's an interesting scientific geeky thing mitochondria right the number of mitochondria in each cell is dictated by the energy requirements of that cell yeah so like a liver cell is a pretty busy thing you're always busy you know metabolizing things and there's probably about five to six hundred maybe a few thousand mitochondria in a liver cell. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bones have less brain has a lot. Your, your oocytes, the cells in your ovary have the most. Yeah. When you are about to ovulate, it's a half a million. Wow. Not just a little bit. It's like off the charts, number of mitochondria, right? Okay. So, yeah. So menopause is essentially at the most basic layer mitochondrial failure. Right. So yeah. If, so, if you could prevent your mitochondria from failing, you could theoretically, theoretically, stave off menopause for an extraordinarily long time.
0: Oh wow! Wish I knew this before. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew this before.
1: <laughs> I. It's it's amazing. So, I am fifty. I'll be fifty three in two weeks, and I am nowhere near menopause. I keep checking my levels, going <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It's all. It's so all. So you my, have
0: no I, symptoms whatsoever. None none wow that's so cool because i've had 27
1: 27 (laughs) symptoms
0: (laughs) yeah i have i have and am experiencing 27 out of the 34 known symptoms of menopause
1: (laughs) oh my gosh well you know it's certainly possible i mean you're still you're still very young we may may be able to sort of reverse some of that i mean if you could jumpstart your your ovarian cells into making some of these hormones, which we very well might be able to do. Some of that yeah. may go away.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of successfully managing it. And obviously, the conversations with that I have with people like yourself really help me dive into how do I get this even better, you know, like the longevity thing and also managing menopause as a natural life stage. Um, but yeah, okay, we're up to... P-
1: P-A-N- n, n right yeah yeah oh, so we did so so this is where the system falls apart a little bit there's two C's okay so C one is curcumin which yeah. is the most amazing anti-inflammatory ever yeah but, but it but it comes with caveats caveat one is everyone says oh I eat turmeric it's the same thing uh, and the answer is not really um, mm. there is one to three percent uh curcumin in turmeric so you have to eat a lot right and if you take straight curcumin the half life is very 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 short so you eat it you're good for an hour and then you're screwed for the next 23 hours (laughs) okay right so people always like oh i want to give you natural so this is one of those agents where you're like it's kind of natural but it's souped up right the the only way that it actually works is to take one of the sort of like scientifically engineered curcumins. So, for example, they put it in nanomyceles. They do a variety of things. Um, I love the nanotechnology. I mean, I take something called metacurcumin, and it is amazing. If I take three capsules, I turn yellow. So I am very much convinced that it absolutely works. Um, People want, they like the one where you take it with pepper, but that's like 15-year-old technology. It doesn't really do a whole heck of a lot. Um, Okay. But if anyone's looking out there and they can't find a nanomycele, seal, they they need to find something that's on the bottle that says high bioavailability. Yeah, okay, got it. That is crucial. Otherwise, you're spitting in the wind.
0: Yeah,
1: okay, awesome. All right. What's next? Um, The next C is carnosine. So carnosine is a naturally occurring dipeptide. We all have it in our bodies, which is why I think it's so cool, Um, which actually separates the, the supplement from adjuvant. Like, I hate when people lie about supplements because a supplement is something that your body doesn't have. Mm. Um, actually, I take it back. Oh, I'm so backwards. A supplement is something your body does have because when you take it, you are supplementing your body's endogenous yeah. ability, right? An yeah. adjuvant is something you've never seen. So, curcumin okay. is an adjuvant, carnosine is a supplement.
0: Right.
1: That's okay. Have, right. So, of course, with with everything good in your body, men seem to have more, and young people have m- more. So as an mm-hmm. aging lady, we have not enough. <laughs> essentially, okay,
0: yeah.
1: And what carnosine does, and the reason it's on the list, is a transglycosylating agent. So this is starting to address the glucose issues. Um, every time we eat glucose, it sticks to everything. It makes the AGE products. It causes collagen failure. It's one of the reasons our skin droops. It's one of yeah. the reasons. People get congestive heart failure without coronary disease, um, but it actually can take some of the glucose and pee it out. Right. Um, and there are absolutely fantastic studies that demonstrate this. Um, the other really cool thing that carnosine does is it buffers your muscle. So when you are exercising and you're on carnosine, you don't get the lactic acid burn. So uh-huh. I love the fact that I can go to the gym, kill myself with my teenage daughter. Um, her muscles are killing her, and I am like fine.
0: <laughs> I love that. Right? I love that.
1: Yeah. And she's like, "Mom, that's not fair." I'm like, "Oh yeah, it is." <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so <laughs> fair
1: because I'm cheating. <laughs> ha ha ha.
0: <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm loving this. Okay, and we're up
1: to E. Is right. It- so, the, so the last one is actually ECGC. Yeah. Um, and this is the active ingredient in green tea. And it's one of the most amazing epigenetic modifiers. Um, in addition, it helps with weight loss and a whole lot of variety of really cool things. Um, but it sort of rounds out the what amazing top things I can do for my body. So that's top five and top six, if you count the ECGC. And some people do, some people don't because they, whatever they, they. some people substitute the carnosine out they like the ecgc some people don't sometimes people it upsets their stomach anyway but usually people are on at least five of those six and that is the basic panacea
0: wow that's amazing so do you have people that you've recommended those two that follow that to the t and, oh my god yes and your and their feedback is i'm curious um,
1: but what's interesting is as i said earlier i'm an anesthesiologist i don't have a longevity clinic but what happens is i you know i talk to people like you And Mm -hmm. I get amazing emails. People email me from around the world and they say, I'm X number of years old. My back is killing me or I have problems X, Y, Z. What do I do? So I will recommend, you know, a list of things. And I say, check back with me in three months. And the feedback over the last bunch of years is astounding. Yeah. Astounding. Nothing hurts. My vision is better. My weight is better. My labs are better. Everything is unbelievably better. And what they always say. Always say is what else can I take?
0: Oh wow! Okay, so yep. um, and we're making the assumption that they're also implementing better lifestyle habits.
1: No, I no, I'm not making that assumption.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, not at all. I, 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 I personally feel like that's the foundation, and all this other information that you can combine with it is just like giving you the extra superpowers.
1: Well, so you're assuming well because you're this enthusiastic exercising you know woman and 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 so on (laughs) but a lot of people don't do that and there is no way you're going to tell a couch potato to go run a marathon they're not they're just not right (laughs) it would certainly be useful and they would do significantly better but they may not right nor are they going to eat 17 salads a day and not eat ho-hos like they're just not it's not who they are But if we can implement these things, whatever their baseline is, we can improve it, right? Right. And and the other thing I like to talk about is some people are obsessed with the idea of longevity um, or or lifespan. I like to think about health span, right? Yeah, yeah. How long can you be as healthy as possible, not necessarily live as long as possible? Yeah. And how can people's disease states be significantly better? Right, yeah. take thyroid disease better. Testosterone levels are better. Reduce their risk of coronary disease. And what's cool um, as a physician is, is it's easy to see different disease states or propensities for disease states show up in the different categories, right? Yeah. If you have a family history of cancer, you probably have issues with your DNA repair mechanisms, right? right. So, yeah. so we can take something in that category. If you are family history of diabetes or you just eat a ton of sugar. Well, let's put more stuff in the waste management category, right? Yeah. So it, okay. it it makes it very sort of user friendly.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm also doing some studies on um, the science of a plant based diet on decreasing or eliminating diabetes. I actually just did a did a webinar with a doctor two days ago, and I've always been quite a huge proponent of. Plant-based eating. I would say I'm plant-based pescatarian, and I know it's definitely helped with a lot of issues that I had before when I wasn't. What's your take on it?
1: So, number one, I don't like to tell people what to eat. Um, yeah. I, okay. I, I am a horribly confessed junk food junkie. Um,
0: <laughs> What's I, your favorite?
1: <laughs> chocolate chip cookies and donuts. Yeah. I oh, eat yeah. a donut a day. I am so bad. It's terrible. I people get mad when I say these things, but I block sugar. I block carbohydrate. I mean, I block it all metabolically. So I think I, <laughs> hopefully I can get away with it. Unless I die tomorrow, then you'll be like, ah, oh, the damn donuts. Um, <laughs> what's interesting about a plant-based diet is it certainly is good for you, right? There's, there's, there's yeah. absolutely without argument. My only concern would be that there are a lot of agents out there that you're going to be missing. Yeah. For example, carnosine, we like we talked about, is a, is a, an animal-based substance. It comes right. from meat. And if you are not eating any meat, you are probably very carnosine deficient. Yeah, interesting, and, yeah. And you can certainly take extra, but most people would not even recognize that that would be a problem, right? Another amazing agent is something called lactoferrin, yeah. and, right? And it comes from milk, right? Mammal's milk interestingly enough camel's milk is better than any of them and i just ordered some because i was really curious to see what it tasted like could be terrible i have no idea but, but oh you haven't I,
0: tried it yet has it no, arrived?
1: I, no it has not arrived yet um you think <laughs> if i would my sister lives in abu dhabi and you'd think what i would have tried it when i was over there but i didn't really appreciate how great it was until i stumbled upon this you know a few months ago i'm like oh my god lactoferrin this is amazing so yeah. <laughs> it, it reduces glucose it's good for diabetes it it um, gets rid of AGEs. It's, it's amazing. It modulates your immune system. Like if you're inflamed, it turns it down. If you're under, it turns it up. Amazing molecule, but, but it's not in plants. Yeah. Right. So I just think that there are certain things that one is missing out that you have to be aware of to try to sort of compensate for that, that, that lack.
0: Yeah. Got it. You know, yeah. granted, they're not
1: donuts either, but you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I kind of like the idea. I mean, I think I'm, I'm sitting in your camp where it sort of hits, you know, two and three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, well, I've worked really hard and I deserve this and I like it. Um, and then if I could use some blockers <laughs> so I could continue with that little piece of joy. Yeah, you know? right. Because life is yeah.
1: a little bit of joy. Like-
0: that's right? right it is yeah 100% and that I mean I think joy and community and having conversations is what contributes to longevity um obviously that's you know when we look at the blue zone people and um, that's one of the things that they talk about is you know having community and stuff so um yeah okay so you've written this book <laughs> and this is the time of the podcast that I usually ask the um guests to share with us a book that they would recommend you have a book let's go
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. I, I, I hate to be narcissistic and be, I mean, it's there are, not. Amazing, there are t- t- <laughs> amazing books out there. There really are. Um, so this is mine. I'm going to hold it up. Yes. It is Kaufman protocol. Uh, I hope you can yes. see that. We uh, can see. It, it is written for everyone. Mm. Um, there's a lot of science in it, but there's a lot of just nor- like, it basically says, okay, blah, 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 in science you speak. And then it says, this is what it means right? And it's actually in different fonts. So you could just skip the stuff in italics and go straight to like the this is what it means part. So anyone, anyone can understand this. And it's sort of become this like weird followed book in the longevity world. It's crazy. Um, I didn't have a publisher when I did it. It was only on Amazon. I had no agent. I had nothing. Um, And it's like a cult classic. It is crazy. Um, I have seen it. I've seen it on people's coffee tables. I've seen it in crazy, crazy, crazy places. People send me pictures of it like in random places. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, I just find that amazing. Like I was happy when I sold the first 10 and now I'm in like the, I don't know, 50, 60,000. Like, I don't know who buys it. I don't advertise, but People seem to really, really, really like it. And I'm and I I'm just so happy that I can get the information out there. Um, yeah. But it's been so successful that book two, which is going to be the next 28 agents, uh, is at the editors right now. So hopefully that'll be out within a month or two.
0: Oh, that's so amazing. Hey, Sandra, I'll be sharing the book details in my socials and across the podcast, of course. So I feel like I could could talk to you for way longer, but it's more from my own personal selfishness (laughs) that I would want to continue this conversation. But thank you so much for joining me today on Sexy Aging.
1: Oh my God, my pleasure. Thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sexy Aging. Every episode leaves me feeling more educated and inspired. If there is a topic that you would like to hear about or a person you believe would make a great guest for Sexy Aging, then drop me an email, tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at sexyaging.com or direct message to the Sexy Aging Instagram or Facebook accounts.